Hello, and welcome to Christ Fellowship of Elizabeth. We're so happy that you decided to join us today. This is the teaching podcast from our Sunday worship service, recorded at the Liberty Center in Elizabeth, New Jersey. Our goal as a church is to love God, make disciples, and change the world. We hope that this message inspires you and helps to lead you deeper in your relationship with Jesus. Enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Bridge Show Live. It's never been done before, right? Brand new show that we have prepared for you guys. And I am extremely excited. But before we start the official show, I just want to let you guys know that there is no kids' church today. All right? Everybody's going to be here today enjoying the show and enjoying each other. Come here, buddy. He's going to, I want everybody to give a round of applause for Ethan. Now, Ethan's job in this particular show, just like every talk show, whenever it's time to applause, what do you do? All right? All right, let's practice. Let's practice. Ready? Put it down, Ethan. Ready? All right, let's go. I think we got it. Thank you, Ethan. Well, guys, we in this particular show, we have been on a journey the last couple of weeks. We have been preparing this youth service, and not for nothing, I just want to give a shout out to the band. They did an amazing job. It looks like my job in, in, uh, in playing in the band might be in question now. Because I'm, I think we're gonna have, I'm going to be replaced really soon, which is a good thing. I need to be retired as soon as possible. But I'm extremely proud of you guys. And what we want this whole entire day to be a reflection of you guys looking at your kids doing big things for God. This week, these couple, last couple of weeks, we've been journeying on, a, on an amazing, amazing journey with these kids that we're going to bring in, this, in my show. I'm your host, Jesus Torres, for those who don't know. And this is The Bridge Show. And we are going to be doing a show where we're going to be going through a journey with six of our youth and dwelling in Scripture. As you guys know, does anybody want to tell me what is the theme of the year? Dwelling. Correct. So throughout this whole entire year, we've been dwelling on the different books of the Bible, dwelling on different things and aspects of, of God. Um, and it's been a beautiful and amazing journey. We are halfway done. So at the end of the year, is going to be happening right before we know it. Um, but today, we're going to be dwelling in Scripture. And what does that mean? See, dwelling in Scripture is dwelling on specific Bible verses. This Bible may look massive. It may look like there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of different Bible verses, different things, different like messages. But the reality is this book helps every single one of us live our daily life. It allows us to go through the journeys of our life, allow us to go through the different you know, tough stuff in life, the crazy things in life, we're able to go through it by using Scripture to help us out. Me personally, if it wasn't for the words that are printed in this book, I would not be where I am today. And it's amazing because me and the six kids that you're about to see and meet today, we all went through the journey in finding our own personal Bible verse. You see, every single one of us has a personal Bible verse that is meant for us, that is meant to help us on our day-to-day lives, that helps us um, in a, whatever situation you're in, one day it may be one Bible verse, three years from now it may be another Bible verse, but there's always a Bible verse that is created that you could always 100% find in this Bible that will help you navigate through life. So it's an exciting time, and I'm excited for it. And let me get my first guest up. 
Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce you guys to Danielle. Danielle, come on down. Ethan, great job, buddy. Daniela, how are you? Everything good? Yeah, I'm good. I am extremely happy to have her. So for those who don't know who Daniela uh, Moya is, she's actually very special to me because her father is actually here today. Shout outs to Joyson. Joyson, what's going on? I actually met her father 19 years ago. I literally, 19 years ago, I came to the bridge for the first, for the first time ever in my entire life. And... God was very interesting at the time. He was brand new to me. I didn't fully understand who he was. And at that time, I was a little bit too cool for school. I was like, oh, you know, I'm not going to stand up because, you know, like it's a little weird. Or I'm not going to raise my hand to God because it's a little weird. But her father, Joyson, made loving God and searching after God so cool. He made it and he taught me that following God and, and still cool, right, still chase after God. So that's why... I forever in your dad's debt. So shout out to you, Joyson. I love you, bro. And so that's why when I see you here, it just brings me so happy. So how did you enjoy this last uh, couple of weeks when, when it comes to finding your own Bible verse? Um, actually, I found it when I was on a plane to Puerto Rico. Hey. Out of nowhere, I whipped up my Bible, and I was like, let me do this. Let me see if I can find a verse right now. And I don't know, it came to me because I feel like I'm surrounded by a lot of people who struggle with it. Okay. And I would want to speak on it for them. Mm -hmm. So before we continue, I just want to let you guys know that every single kid um, that, that's going to come up now, they had to find a theme that they're going, that, that, they're, that, that they're living in or that they're searching for when it comes to finding a Bible verse. Find a particular theme. And, in, and, and when you grasp that theme, whether it's um, strength, whether it's the power of God, whether it's uh, finding, um, you, know, uh, you know, dealing with fear, or dealing with different, um, different types of um, themes, these kids were able to find a particular theme that they need to um, find a word for, and then they were able to find a specific uh, Bible verse for it. So once again, what was the theme that you picked? I picked temptation. Temptation. I know it's a thing a lot of people struggle with, and my, I still struggle with it myself. So, you know, just bringing some light into that. The temptation is a very big thing. I think every single one of us here, we deal with that particular uh, struggle sometimes, right? We're human beings. And what was the exact uh, Bible verse that you picked? Pull it out. <laughs> I picked 1 Corinthians 10.13, which says, no, no. <laughs> no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind, and God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will provide a way out so that you can endure it. Amen, 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 amen. Beautiful Bible verse. <clears throat> so what does, so now when you read that Bible verse, right, when you found it in the airplane going to the most beautiful place on earth, Puerto Rico, what does that Bible verse mean to you? It's like, um, it means like everyone is struggling with this. And that we're not alone in our battle and that God is there with us. And he makes sure that we're not taking anything that we can't get out of. So there's always a way out of it. No matter what, he gives you that power to overcome it. Amen, amen, amen. Now, looking back at your life before that beautiful airplane ride to the most beautiful place on earth, Puerto Rico. Um, was there ever a time where you wish you would have knew that Bible verse? 
Yeah, um, I feel like I can't like think of a specific time okay. that I needed that verse, but I think everyone just needs that in their life whenever. I think when you're at your lowest, especially, and you just want to give up sometimes, and, you know, the struggles just are so hard, and mm -hmm. it's hard to overcome them, just to be reminded that you can and you are capable of it, because there is a way out. Amen, amen, guys. Let's cap that up. So now that you have that Bible verse inside your mind, now that you're dwelling in that particular scripture, all right, moving forward, when you are going through situations where you are going to probably be feeling tempted and stuff like that, how are you going to be able to pull that Bible verse into your mind and move forward with it? Go ahead. Um, just like remembering that I'm not alone, not only like are the people around me there, like I have people in my life, like family and friends, but I have God who is giving me the strength mm -hmm. to keep going. So if I could just, you know, at the back of the Bible where we found my verses, just yeah. go back there and look at temptation and be like, oh, yeah, God is always with me, and I have the power to get over this, and I'm going to be okay. Amen. That's beautiful. That's what's up. Now, believe it or not, I mean, it's probably not hard to believe, but a lot of us here, there are people in here that are currently struggling with temptation where they're trying their hardest to, like, live their life in honoring God, live their life, you know, like, showing God that, that, that I belong to you. But, you know, the world hits us. We get tempted with certain things. What advice, now that you have that Bible verse embedded inside of you, now that you've been dwelling in it, what advice would you give somebody who is here who is struggling with um, temptation? What advice would you give them if they're hearing you right now? I feel like I'm being so repetitive. But like I know. <laughs> okay. You're not alone in your battle. There's always a way out of what you're facing, and you have that strength in you always. You just need to find that. And God is—he's here, and He—he he knows you can do it, and He's here giving you that strength to get through with it. So you don't—it's not like you're going through something crazy. Like you're not going crazy. You're going through something that we all go through, and there is a way out, and you're not stuck. You know. All right, that's what's up. Thank you so much. So last thing I want you guys to do, what I want you to do is now having that Bible verse embedded in you, and there's somebody here that is probably struggling with, uh, with that particular um, theme, which is uh, temptation, I want you to give a little prayer for them so that they could pray for them and they just thanking God for that particular Bible verse. <laughs> Just um, bow your heads, close your eyes. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you for everyone here today, and we ask that you help them and guide them through their temptation. Let them know that you are, they are not alone and that they can overcome this because you, Lord, give them strength and you are with them always. So there is nothing that they can't overcome. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Everybody, let's clap it up for Daniela. Thank you, guys. Thank you for coming to the show. Thank you so much. You've been a gracious host, guest. So thank you so much. Everybody clap it up. All right. My next guest, okay? My next guest coming up is the one and only Samuel. Samuel, come on down. No problem, buddy. Sammy. 
What is happening? Everything good? School started? Yeah. Yep. You excited about school starting? Kind of. Kind of? Yeah. Word on the street that you're a very, very bright, smart man. Mm. <laughs> well, trust me, the times that we, I have you in Sunday school, whenever we play. So for those who don't know, during Sunday school, one thing that I like to play with the kids is Jesu Jeopardy. So what it is, is like I do my teaching, and then we break it down, and we do a Jeopardy game where I'll ask different types of themes like science, history, math, and then I have the Bible, and then I have a recap of what I just finished teaching about. Let me tell you something. Whatever team Samuel's in, there's an 80% chance that that team is going to win. He knows things that I'm extremely impressed about, so keep it the good work, buddy. And um, did you enjoy this, uh, the journey that we had in trying to find the Bible verses and stuff like that? Yeah, I did. Nice. Now, what theme did you pick? I picked fear. Fear? Okay. That's something that a lot of us deal with, right? Fear. Now, um, now, now why did you pick fear? Well, I'd been afraid of an image for a while until I learned the verse. Okay. And what verse is that? Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Amen, guys. Let's clap that up for that Bible verse. Nice, nice, nice. So now, now what does that particular Bible verse mean to you? This means to me that I don't need to fear. It's okay, buddy. For through God, I'm strong. Amen. That's what's up. Now, looking back at your life, was there ever a situation where you wish you could have known that Bible verse? And just tell me a little story about that time. I had seen something terrifying for a while when I was online. It was the scariest thing I've seen. However, this verse kept me from being as afraid as I would have and was very impactful. Amen. Now, so now that you know that Bible verse and you have it embedded into your mind, right? Let's pretend, I don't know, we're walking down and, 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 and let's say you need to go to the basement to go pick up uh, some bottled waters and it's really dark and scary. Or you're walking into a situation in school that might be scary, uh, how can you, how using that Bible verse can help you and uh, can impact your life? Well, I'd say the second Timothy was how I dealt with fear anytime fear came. I'd say this verse as many times as I wanted. That's why I wanted to fight with fear today. That's what's up, man. And then, see, a lot of people here, they're probably dealing with fear as well. Fear is a very, very, very common thing that we all deal with. Sometimes we're afraid of, uh, of different things. It could be something scary. Or it could be the, a fear of failing or a fear of losing somebody or a fear of not being good enough. We all have different types of fears. So if there's anybody here that is dealing with fear, what advice, knowing, that, knowing the Bible verse and dwelling in the scripture that you shared with us, what advice would you give them? Yeah. Dear Jesus, thank you for always helping us and pulling us up when we fall. Help us never be afraid for you have not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Amen. Everybody, let's clap it up for Samuel. Samuel, thank you for coming to the show. My next guest is the one and only, the drummer, the one that my partner playing with, Josiah. Josiah, come on down.
Josiah, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. You feeling good? How was uh, playing good. in the drums just now? Good. Good, good, good. It's awesome. I personally love playing with you. We've become this last year just playing together. We've become such a good partner. We, have a, we even have our own little secret handshake, which I'm going to share you guys so it won't be a secret no more. What? And I will give, I will give a dollar so anybody can tell me exactly where this handshake is from. You ready? Oh, sure. <laughs> woogie, 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 woogie. Where is it from? Not Rugrats. Rocket Power. There you go. From Rocket Power back in the day. <laughs> How did you enjoy this journey in finding your Bible verse? It was fun. You enjoyed it? Yeah. Now, what is the theme that you have? Courage. Courage? Okay. Now, now having courage. So, a lot of people, we need to have courage, right? Why do you pick that particular um, that theme? Because it takes a lot of courage to, like, stand up and stand out for your faith in the Lord, no mm-hmm. matter what other people say. Amen. It is very hard. Sometimes, you know, we live in a world where, like, sometimes by talking about the name of Jesus turns people off. Or just mentioning God or just being, having the courage to do the right thing when everybody else is doing the wrong thing. Sometimes it is very difficult. But having courage is extremely, extremely important. So I'm actually excited to hear, what was the Bible verse that you picked? It's Acts 13, no, 21, 13b to 14. And it says... Paul was not ready. Paul was ready not only to be bound, but to die in Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. And since his friends, hmm? I said that was, was wild. Oh. <laughs> and since Paul's friends said that Paul would not be persuaded, they said, "No more, except the Lord's will be done." Okay, that's what's up. So now he picked a very powerful Bible verse speaking about you know Paul, one of the disciples, not being afraid to die for Jesus. Let me tell you something. If, let me ask you a question. If a situation were ever happened come to come where you had to lay it all down for God, would you do it? I mean, yeah. Of course. I guess. <laughs> That's what's up. So now, what this particular, so now reading this Bible verse and, um, and, and the being, like, allowing yourself to dwell in it, what does it mean to you when you read that? It means I can have courage, just like Paul did, to stand up for the Lord, no matter if the other kids say that I'm weird or, like, you don't fit in. But it's fine, because I'm doing it for the Lord. You're doing it for God. Do, do you deal with that a lot during school? Yeah. Yeah, I could only imagine. I mean, I... I started following God when I was about, like, 16 years old. So I was already, like, in high school. Um, but I could only imagine, like, the, you know, like, having to defend yourself and stuff like that when it comes to God as a, as a middle school kid, you know. But you know what? Very proud of you, and, and you're doing a very, very good job at that. Now, looking back at that, was there ever a situation in school or wherever where you wish you would have heard that Bible verse sooner? So one time in school, me and my friends, it was like this one wall where we put up sticky notes that said good things about the Lord. Some other kids came up to us and said, why are you doing this? Like, you guys are so weird. And they ripped down all the half of the notes on the wall. Mm. And I got super sad that I didn't push on and write any more notes. But if I knew this verse, then I would have written more notes for the name of the Lord. Amen. 
So that's what's up. That's a beautiful story. So here he is, you know what I mean, like, you know, people writing different things, taking notes about different things on this wall, but he wanted to show God. He wanted to show um, God in these sticky notes. And then there's a, there's a situation where he needed to be courageous. And at that time, because he didn't know that Bible verse, it was kind of hard for you to be courageous. But if you were to go back in time and you would have known this Bible verse, you would have continued doing what God called you to do, right? Yeah. So now you have a whole brand new school year that started this year, you know, and, um, and you know what? God's going to call you to be courageous. What do you think about that? Yeah, he definitely will. <laughs> so now there's other people here that they're going through things in their lives where they need to be courageous. It could be for getting a new job, courageous in, um, in, in trying to talk to their loved ones about God, or courageous in, in trying to, like, uh, you know, talk to their friends about God and just be, like, the light in their own particular, fa- um, um, uh, in their own particular lives. Knowing this Bible verse now, and there's people here that need to hear why they should be courageous, what advice would you give them? So I would say that since Paul was brave enough to stand up for himself for the Lord, even though the words that they said might hurt, I feel like even when they are confronted with people who don't believe in the Lord and are like, what are you doing? They'll Hmm. be like, they'll be like, the words might hurt. doesn't matter. You'll keep on pushing on and fighting for the Lord. There you go. Amen. So lastly, I just want you to do a quick prayer, you know, on behalf of that Bible verse so that anybody here who wants to be more courageous can be more courageous. Thank you, Lord, for showing us this verse so that we can learn to use it in our lives. Please help us to use it in our lives and help us to stand up and stand out for your name, the Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Everybody, let's give it up for Josiah. (laughs) And my next guest is a very, very, very great kid. Makes me laugh all the time during Bridge Sundays. It's the one and the only Shamar. Shamar, come on down. Welcome, Shamar. What's your favorite food? Uh, depends. So what is your favorite food when you first wake up in the morning? When I first wake up, um, probably my mother's cooking. Hey, shout out to mommy. That's a good answer, safe answer, right? <laughs> you can't go wrong with that. And let me guess, when you come home from school, what's your favorite thing your mom's cooking? Yeah. Well, <laughs> she's not always home, so... So what is, what is your, if, if you had to pick one meal to eat from your mom's cooking for the rest of your life, the reason why I want to know is because if the day comes and I go hang out with Emmanuel at his house, which is, you know, I want, I want to make sure, you know, I just kind of throw this in there. What is your favorite, favorite meal that your mom makes? There's like two. Okay. Um, for breakfast, a sausage, egg, and cheese. Okay. And for dinner or lunch. Probably chicken parmesan. Chicken parmesan. Mm. I like chicken parmesan. I might need to pop a couple, you know, uh, tums for that heartburn. But (laughs) I I like it. It's pretty good. Did you enjoy this journey in finding the Bible verse? Definitely. Now, for you, you you joined this this search party pretty much last week. You know, like the last last Sunday. So you were able to find your Bible verse and do all that stuff in a matter of a couple of days. 
And um, was it a very hard thing to do or was it pretty easy? Not really. I found my Bible verse pretty quickly. Okay, nice. And what theme was it that you picked? The theme I chose was impatience because I feel I'm a very impatient person and I know a lot of people who suffer from that same. I know a lot of people that suffer from impatience too. I know for myself, it was a time in my life where I was very impatient. Like I would do so many good things, hoping for good things to happen. And it just wouldn't come on time or the time that I thought it would be coming. And I've become impatient of those times. Or there would be times where God wanted me to wait for a certain thing. And it would be hard. And, and, and you know, like, so I could imagine other people here struggling with, with impatience as well. Now, what was the Bible verse that you choose um, to, to, to speak on um, impatience? The Bible verse I chose was Psalm 27, 13 to 14. That verse goes, I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. Amen. That's a beautiful verse, actually, guys. Let's clap that up. Now, listening to that particular Bible verse, right, <clears throat> what, um, what does it mean to you? This verse means to me that you must wait for the Lord and for him to show you his love. Okay. And um, so is it easy to wait for God? Um, it really depends on how attached you are to him. It may seem easy, but some may find it pretty difficult. Yeah. What about, so before we continue with our, with our interview, like what advice would you give somebody who finds it difficult to, to wait on God? Just from the top of your head. I mean, just learning about him, you know, I'm sure there's a couple tips that you find from there. So I really think just learning about him in general could help you find your path on just waiting for him. I mean, think about it, right? Um, like, you know for a fact that when your mom goes in that kitchen and she goes and she's about to throw down, there's a 99% chance that it's going to taste good, right? Why do you know that? It's because you know your mom. You know her. Right. So then when it comes to like finding courage or finding strength, what we've been talking about all day, the best way to easily adapt that into our own personal lives is to getting to know who God is. And the best way to getting to know who God is, is by reading about God and his stories through the Bible, by diving deep into the word of God and dwelling to the word of God. Now, looking back at your own personal life, um, was there ever a time where you wish you would have known about, um, about the Bible verse that you have? A time I remember where I had started getting into the Bible, but eventually after a short time I stopped, um, if I had probably known this verse beforehand, I might have more read into it because if I had simply just waited and, you know, actually took my time learning the Bible, reading the Bible, getting into it and all that, mm -hmm. um, I might have learned about his goodness and his word. Amen. But now that you have it, right? So now that you have the Bible verse and you know about it and you know about waiting on God, having that patience, knowing that whatever God you ask for in God, he knows what you have, right? He knows what you want. Um, but it's some, for some things, it may take, take time, you know, and he might do it. So now knowing that you have to be patient in God, like what, um, like how is that impacting your life moving forward? I mean... Patience in general is just a virtue, you know, instead of it just being used for God, you know. Um, 
So I more or less use the verse as more of an understanding of what it means to be patient. So, you know, instead of just waiting for God, being patient in general, just make you all around a better person to be around. So that's what's up, man. And now lastly, well, two things, not lastly. There are people in here who are struggling with impatience, right? What advice would you give them? Well, depending if they already know the word of God, let's say in the context that they do, I would probably immediately show them the verse since they already know that God's word. But yeah. if let's say they didn't, I would probably try and ease their I'd probably try and ease their way into God yeah. before showing them the verse. All right. So if you could just do me a favor, and for those here who are struggling with impatience, why don't you give them a little prayer on behalf of that Bible verse that you've been uh, dwelling on? Father God, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, for all your wise words of wisdom to help all of your children on their paths to patience and greatness and learning your word and loving you to the very end. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, guys, let's give it up. Good job, good job, good job. And my next guest, don't need no introduction, love her mom. Her mom is a good partner. She sings with us, Rose. She is the one and only, the beautiful Kayla. Kayla, come on down. Yay. What's up, Kay? Good. Everything good? Yeah. I'm very happy that you're here with us. Um, you always come to, like, band practices and stuff like that. Is there ever a chance in the future you might be on that stage with us? You ever think about singing or playing any type of instruments or anything like that? Yeah. Which, what would you like to do? Um, I used to practice keyboard a lot. Okay. So why don't you, so is there something that you would like, like to get into so you can keep practicing and stuff like that? You never, you never know. Maybe in a couple of years, we might need you. Yeah, I think that would be nice, right? Yeah. Um, now, for those who don't know, uh, Kayla is um, one of the sweetest girls in our, in our church. See, what you guys don't realize is that when, you're, when, when we're in Sunday school, sometimes your sons and daughters, they kind of act silly sometimes, right? Kayla never. She's always good. She, 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 she's, you know, when, that, when it's time to speak, she speaks. When it's time to be quiet, she be quiet. She participates. She's a, a, such a sweet girl. And to me, that's a reflection of your parents, you know? So, like, shout out to you, Rose. You're doing a great job. <laughs> so, Kayla, you also started this journey when it comes to finding your Bible verse last week. Was it like crazy? Was it difficult? Or was it was it a little bit easy? It was kind of easy. It was okay. Great. Now, what theme did you pick? Um, the theme I picked is fu the future seems hopeless. If the when the future seems hopeless, right? Mm -hmm. See, now that's that's also a very big one that a lot of us might be struggling with, is when we can't see that the future has some type of hope, or we don't see the light in the end of certain tunnels. And um, so when the future seems hopeless, like sometimes it's, it's not easy to go through that. And I know a lot of us, we struggle with that at times. You know, um, that's when, you know, the darkness that, that, that hovers inside our hearts, like depression, it comes when you don't see hope at the end of some certain tunnels. So when Kayla, when you, uh, when you found that Bible verse, what Bible verse was it? The Bible verse was 1 Peter verse, I mean, 5, verse 10 through 11. Brothers and sisters, as an example of patience in the face of suffering, 
take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. Okay. Now, reading that particular Bible verse, what does it mean to you specifically? The verse means to me that the key to getting over suffering is to be patient and to pray, pray to the Lord. Amen. Amen. It's not easy sometimes, right? Yeah. Was there ever a situation in your own personal life where looking back that you wish you had um, this Bible verse to look to when you feel like you did not have any hope? There was a time in my life when I was always afraid of having a bad day or something bad happening. But this verse taught me that you can learn from suffering. Amen. Well, it's, and that is very true. You can learn from suffering. Um, I mean, I, I am who I am today was because of the things that I've dealt with and I, that, I've, uh, over, uh, that I've had to overcome. So, like, so for that, you know, like, it's, it's difficult, right? But it's worth it, right? So let me ask you a question. Um, now that you know this particular verse, right, how moving forward, like, give me a situation or a scenario where moving forward, you can use this Bible verse to push forward, even though things may seem helpless. Um, this verse can help me make a positive impact by telling me that it is okay to suffer and that you can't always rush things. All right. Amen. Amen. Okay. And then um, last but not least, there's somebody here who is going through a lot of things, a lot of, uh, you know, suffering and stuff like that, that they don't see hope in the light of the tunnel for certain things. What advice would you give to them? Um, the advice that I would give to a family member or a friend is that I would first actually read the book of where the verse came from to okay. get a better understanding. Uh -huh. And I would convince them that it can truly help them by that it will help their situation by further explaining what it means. Amen, 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 amen. So real quick, can you do a prayer for those who need that Bible verse right now? Lord, thank you for introducing all of us to this verse and telling us that it is okay to suffer, and that you will always help us with anything, no matter what. Amen. Amen. Everybody, let's give it up for Caleb. Good job. And now, the one and only. It's so funny because the kid that's coming up, I love him so much. If you were to go inside my cell phone and scroll all the way back to, like, 2000 and, like, uh, uh, what year What year he was born? 12, 11, 12? No, not even like 9, 11, 2011. And you see that? I have so many pictures of him as a baby. Because when um, I used to work at the church office full time, and he was my little man. I would carry him working and stuff like that and just always being with him. He was such a cute little baby. He's now such a handsome young man. Let's give it up for my boy, Evan, my boy. All right, all right, all right. What's going on, man? How you doing? You feeling good? Yeah. Uh, you don't remember me, like, playing with you a bunch of times, right? Taking pictures of you? No. You're literally, like, a baby baby. But uh, you're a very cute baby. It's the Puerto Rican jeans, I think. And you have a, so you have, when you have a, Puerto, a Puerto Rican jeans and you have a, such a powerful father like you have, a really, really strong, cool man, I mean, look at, of course, look at your brothers. You guys are all handsome. 
It's good to have you here. Now, you've had this uh, journey of finding your own Bible verse for a while. How was it? Did you enjoy it? Was it something hard? Was it difficult? It wasn't hard. Really, I just looked at a Bible verse that I had years ago mm-hmm, in school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like a memory verse, so I decided to use that. Okay. It's just, just to show you guys that it was a memory verse that was embedded into his head. So when you see these kids going to, like, Sunday school and they're going through, like, our programs like VBS, and we're trying to make them memorize Bible verses through these jingles and stuff like that. These Bible verses can come and help us in our future lives. I'll give you an example. I remember back in the day during the bridge, we used to do this VBS, but we used to do it in downtown for the kids that are in part of the community downtown. And I remember uh, one, one of the jingles that we used to sing is Joshua 1.9. Is be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I know that song because it was a jingle that we learned when I was, you know, when we were kids and trying to teach these kids that. So, you know, when you hear our parents and when you hear our, our teachers here teaching your students, um, teaching your son and daughters these memory verses, I encourage you to practice it with them at home because you never know. A situation might come about in their own personal lives where they're going to have to be singing in their own mind. Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified, right? So that's how you found your Bible verse. So what is the theme of your Bible verse? Temptation. Temptation as well, right? See, a lot of people, we, so like, once again, like he has, uh, he's similar to, to Daniela, the first person we had here, where they were going, you know, their, 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 their Bible verse helps us with, uh, with certain things when it comes to temptation. So which was the Bible verse that you picked? It was Psalms chapter 6, 10 through 19. And what does it say? Put on the armor of God and withstand the fiery darts of the enemy and stand away from any temptations that the devil puts in front of you. There you go. Put on the armor of God and stand in front of any temptations that the devil may put in front of you. Now, what does that Bible verse mean to you specifically? Like, when you hear that Bible verse, like, what pictures, what movies, what everything pops in your head when you think about that verse? I think you should stay away from certain things, Mm -hmm. and you should think before you do certain things also. So if you, like, you want something, but you know you shouldn't have it, you should stay away and think about what you should do about it. Now, was there ever a time period in your life personally where back in the day when you didn't know this Bible verse that you wish you would have knew this Bible verse. you have a story for us? No, but sometimes when I was a little, there were things that I would want, and I would just whine yeah. and do whatever to try and get something. Uh-huh. Sounds like every single one of us here, right? When we, there's things that we want, we sometimes we whine and cry for it, not realizing that God has something better for us. How many times it's like, like I'll give you an example, right? Let's talk about food and hunger. How many of us want something so bad? We're starving. We're hungry. And God is in the kitchen, in the oven, roasting a beautiful turkey for every single one of us. As you guys know, during if you ever roast a turkey, it doesn't take, it doesn't take 30 minutes to roast a turkey. It takes a long time. But yet, there are times, just like he says, like we want something so bad, we become impatient, right? And we get tempted to eat bags of chips here and there eat cookies here and there to kind of like satisfy our hunger for a little bit. And yet God is preparing something for us that does take a long time. But when it's done and it's out of the oven, it fills us the way we're supposed to be filled. But some of us, we get tempted just like, you know, like just what you were saying when it comes to temptation, where our temptation to fill 
that hole that we have in our hearts, to, to fill that need that we have in our souls, right? Instead of waiting for God's turkey to be fully done, we grab those bags of chips, whether it's alcohol, whether it's, you know, like um, uh, unhealthy relationships, whether it's like bad things. And we fill ourselves with these bags of chips, with these cookies and all that stuff that not only does it give us stomach aches, and you guys know what I'm talking about when it comes to spiritual stomach aches, but it also, by the time that turkey is done and God says, up, oh, the turkey is done, you're so full of garbage that you don't even want what God has prepared for you. And that's the sad part. So when you get tempted, right, like, you were saying, like, you know, we have to run away from that. Am I right? Yeah. So now, if there's people here who are struggling with those certain things, like, what advice do you give them? Like, what, what, what advice would you give those who, who, you know, really want certain things and being tempted of certain things? And what advice would you give them to, to stay away from those temptations? You should wait and see what else there is to get or what to do. Because usually the thing you want isn't the right thing you to get. Yeah, 100%. So, like, if somebody's here standing right here and telling you that, that's exactly what you sell them, right? Yeah. Amen, amen, amen. So now what I want to do now is uh, we could just quickly, for those who are dealing with, uh, with the struggle of temptation as well, why don't you give them a little quick prayer? Thank you, God, for this great day and for helping these people staying away from certain things that they shouldn't get and temptations and that they will always think before doing stuff and before they do things that they shouldn't be doing or getting. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Everybody, let's give it up for Evan. Thank you, Evan, for, 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 for everything. Here, put this away, puppy. Here you go. It's all right. So, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed um, all the things that these kids have to say, but I really want to bring it home to exactly why it's important to have your own Bible verses to help you in life. There are many times in my walk with God, it's funny because um, next year is going to, I'm going to be, I'm going to complete 20 years of following God. Uh, so next, in, in, and so next year in 2024, I, I was, I, I found God in the year 2004. So next year, is gonna, I'm going to celebrate 20 years of following God. And let me tell you something. This, this journey, when it comes to following God, has been one of the greatest things that's ever, ever happened to me in my own personal life. I can't see myself away from God. I can't. And because in following God, you know, like, uh, like I'm able to go through life, the same lives everybody else goes through, by the way. Just because I follow God doesn't mean that my life becomes this rosy, beautiful place. We live in the world. But there's a difference. I walk through this life with God. I walk in this life with him in, in, in my mind and with his word in my mouth. There are people that have been following God for a very long time, and when things happen to them, they always fall apart. And I believe that one of the main reasons why a lot of us Christians struggle with this walk with God is because we don't dwell in his scripture. We don't allow the word of God, these Bible verses that we, all, that we all seem to read during Sundays. See, I get my Bible verse at 6, 6.30. I get an, a, a, little, um, uh, a little, little buzzer from the Bible app, and they give me the verse of the day. Like, these Bible verses are such powerful tools that we use in our own personal lives. If you guys want to be able to continue to combat life when it comes with the slings and arrows, when it comes to the things that are, that are like, hard to, like, 
to like deal with. The best way to defeat these bad times is by spiritually repeating these Bible verses that combat these moments. I'll give you an example. I remember like many times, you know, like I, I like I felt afraid, you know, like and, and like and I knew that I needed to like walk in God and walk in, in, in the moments of where I needed him to be filled. And then and then there'll be Bible verses in my mind that will say, you know, fear not, like, you know what I mean, for I am with you. Like there will be times where like my sons, they'll get me so angry because they're like doing something that they're not supposed to do, right? We all have kids, right? And I'll be wanting to get my chancleta and just launch that joy, even though my chancleta is the size of their bodies, right? But then the Bible verse will come to my mind, blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. And I remember that I need to show be merciful, and I need to have patience with my sons. You know, there'll be situations where there's fighting in between my friends or fighting in between family members and stuff like that. And then it'll hurt me. And then I hear the voice of the Lord saying, blessed are the peacemakers, right? For they will be called sons and daughters of Christ. I remember when, when the moment I found out about the passing of my father, the first thing that came, that came to my mind was complete pain and sorrow. But right after that, in my mind, I, read, I remember the verse of Job saying, you give and you get take away, but blessed be the name of the Lord. And I just kept saying these Bible verses in my mind, and it helped me through all the, horror, the, the, the sorrows that I have. God calls every single one of us to dwell into the word of God, to find Bible verses that fills us up, that bees with us, uh, uh, that, that fills us with his presence. If I could call the six guys, come out again. We're going to just uh, hang out in the front. Guys, let's give it up for them for sharing their stories, sharing their Bible verses. Today, God wants to speak to every single one of us. He does. He has something to say to you. He always does. Now, the question is, are you going to listen to him? See, each of them, they have different, they have envelopes. They both have one. Everybody else has their own little envelopes. You're going to separate. What does your envelope say, Sammy? Identity. Samuel has, a, has Bible verses that, were, that speaks on identities. What does yours say, Ev? God's promises. Sometimes we forget about God's promises. We forget what God has for us, and we need those patience, right? This Bible verse is for you. What does yours say, Shamar? A new life. For some of us, we need a fresh start. We just got to start all over again. And starting all over in, in God, if that's something that you are interested in and wanting, you're going to go to Shamar. What does yours say, Joe? Say it again. Strength. For some of us, we just need that strength to move forward. We need strength to push on on our daily lives. And he has Bible verses for you. And for you too, what do you guys have? Healing. Sometimes we just need our, our hearts to be healed. We need our lives to be healed. And, you know, I encourage you guys and, and that when you go inside here, they're going to give you guys a Bible verse. Inside there, they're gonna, when you come up, Line up to where you guys want to, when you feel it. So once again, we have identity. We have um, uh, the promises of God. So identity, promises of God, a new life. We have strength and we have healing, okay? Now, I want you guys to, you know, to come up to the altar and grab yourself a Bible verse and know that this is God literally speaking to you. What you're going to pick up, there's, thousands, there's dozens of different Bible verses that are inside these, these, uh, these, these bags that are going to be given to you. 
But one of those Bible verses is strictly for you. And it's something that God wants to tell you. It may not make sense now. Like we read and say, oh, well, that's interesting. It doesn't apply to me now. But let me tell you something. Hold on to that Bible verse. Stick it somewhere. I've been to friends' houses where I go to their bathroom to use the bathroom. And on their, wind, on their, on their mirrors, there's Bible verses sticked on it. I've been, you know, there's big, you know, in my car, like there's, there's certain places where in my job, in my truck, I, push, I put a Bible verse so I can see it every day. Because the word of God is alive and it's real and is meant to be with us and to protect us and to allow us to grow in him and to be with him. So if everybody's um, head bowed, I'm just going to give you guys, I'm just going to close in prayer. And I want you guys to be led by God. Dear God, I thank you, my God, because your word is real. Your word is powerful, my God. And Lord, I pray, Lord God, that you speak to every single one of us. We need to hear from you, my God. Lord, I pray that you give us the courage, Lord, to get up from these seats, Lord, and go to the spot where we need to be, whether it's their identity, whether it's God's promises, the new life, strength, or healing. My God, I pray that you give us the courage to get up and seek your word. I pray, Lord, that when they're given that Bible verse, that they may realize that it is you speaking to them. That it is you speaking to exactly what they need to, what they need in their lives. So, Father God, I thank you so much for who you are, and I pray that you just um, that you speak and you touch on with them. Christ Fellowship of Elizabeth is a Christian community whose mission is to love God, make disciples, and change the world. You can learn all about us by visiting cfofelizabeth.com. We meet each Sunday at 10.30 a.m. at the Liberty Center in Elizabeth, as well as at various times throughout the week. If you'd like to see a video recording of the full worship service this teaching came from, you can watch On Demand on our YouTube channel, and you can join us live online every week by visiting cfofelizabeth.live. We hope you enjoyed this week's message. Make sure you subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher so you never miss an episode. See you next time.